The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. and salutations, my fellow geeks, and wel- welcome to a very special episode Super special of the Okie Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Nikki Robinson. And we are live at New World Comics. And this is what, year three? Uh, oh, no, this no, is... No, no, this is year... No, I'm for us. Oh, yeah, for yes. For us? <laughs> yeah. This is your 15 for you guys. Yeah, yeah you guys or, have is it, it It's 16, because it's 2002. Yes. Yeah, right, so yeah. 16 years of free comic book day. We're here with uh, Buck Berlin. We're at um, New World Comics... And it is free comic book day. Yes. And we just opened the doors. So we have it's nine o'clock in the morning and we have twenty-four hours to go, so we're refreshed. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll go with that. Yeah. I, I love the fact you know, it's it's kinda like how I feel about whenever we do our membership drive at KOSU is when it starts you're all like bubbly, everything's fabulous. <laughs> and this is like with the super big kind, we're like we're usually rushing to set everything up, and we're like, all right, let's go. Let's do this. And then by about hour 36, you're like, let's, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I usually die down about 3 a.m., 4 a.m., yeah. and, and then, like, the the worst is is between 5 and 6. Like, wh- whenever you see the sun come up, it's just so defeating. It is. I don't yes. work nights, dude. Well, no, I, I mean, uh, you know, from, from having yeah. seen the sun when you w- first wake yeah. up, like, hey, look at that. It's going to be a great day. And then it's the, oh, uh, look, there it is mocking me. The good news is <laughs> once the sunrise is here, you only have a few more hours left to go. Right. So at least you don't have to, to go very far. But, uh, yeah, there's there's something about staying up all night, which is fun. It's like yeah. the old lock-ins at church. It's, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. But then the sun comes and you're like, I need to go home. Yeah, well, and, and, and then everyone comes in just like, man, I had a great night's sleep. You're like, oh, I envy you. And then, yeah, for the next couple of days after this, I'm just worthless. I just, yeah. yeah. See, that's what happened to me. My my birthday actually happened to fall on the weekend that Infinity War came out. Oh, and yeah. so I took some days off work and went to Missouri and met my sister. And we were, like, all stoked to go see Infinity War. I drove overnight after work. And like the sun's up, and I'm like, my feet are hot, but my body, my yeah. feet are cold, but my body's hot because the sun's on. And I was pissed yeah. because like I'm just tired, and like yeah. everything was going. That's, that's, that's exactly it. Yeah. Like, I I hate everything. <laughs> Real quick, I want to go over what you guys have got for the next 24 hours. What what are some of the things that people can experience when they come in here? Well, uh, we are about to deploy our costumed people. Uh, we have free sketches going on right now. We have uh, I, we have. Oh yeah. I have to ask is Corey here? Uh not yet, but him. he He's he should be here. He's my resident harassment yeah. at Bucks. <laughs> yeah, so. he, he should be here uh, at at some point. So we have costume uh, people running around. We've got our sketches going yeah, on. Yeah, we got the uh, the artists doing the ske- uh, sketches. Uh we have the uh, the sidewalk sale with the uh, the manga, the uh, dollar back issues, the posters. Uh, we have the sale inside. We have the free comics. We have the X-Men day uh, X-Men game going. Uh We've got lots to do yeah. here. Yeah. The dollar comics, just so everyone knows, these are not like back issue, just scrap heap 
Funk Comics. These right. are these are really good. I mean, I, last year I was finding like some current, almost current Miss yeah. Marvels. I mean, so I make sure that that it is it is an event, and unlike other stores, we don't mark our dollar back issues and and you know deface them. Right. Ours are pristine. Well, you know, I mean, they're in, in yeah. any any damage that that is there is has come to them naturally. Right. We we don't deface them like anyone to make else. them worth a dollar. Yeah. They are they are. And that's what I say. You could take these, put them, bag them, and board them. Yeah. And and they are just as as worth just as much as as when when they were bought because I've I've seen many right. good issues out there. Yeah, and, and you know don't get me wrong, there's there's some guff out there too, <laughs> but uh, we try to make it really cool. And and we only have it go till seven, so it's, it's a you know come out here, get what you can, and then right. yeah, and uh, they're they're not as in order as I'd like because uh, I ended up buying two or three other collections this week, oh, wow. so we got oh, wow. them in in. Order as we could, yeah. and then we we just in yeah. Order ish. Yeah. <laughs> where do you get? Do you just find places where they have those? No. Uh, I imagine people, people just come in. Yeah. It, uh, I I never go looking for collections. <laughs> Everything just comes in. That's wonderful. Yeah. That, um, that eliminates a lot of the legwork. Yeah. Well, and, and uh, I mean, you know, that that way I don't have to go around town or mm-hmm. doing anything. It's well, you know. We had something similar happen with uh, RGS. I mean, some of the established businesses eventually, you know, you have your ground crew that kind of are scouring about and then yeah. they bring it in yeah. and then trade it in for and what so they actually want and then you get a bunch of surplus right so. once right. you get it once you get a name for yourself people know well i've, I've got some comics i want to, to dump mm-hmm. and i know i can go to buck and and and, and get a deal, good deal on them so, yeah yeah um now the free comics uh, there are you get three per uh, uh per visit per visit yeah, yeah. And I, I tell everyone to come at least three times yeah. during the day just you know Come right off the bat, make sure that you get everything that you want, because, I mean, as you can see, we already have a, a pretty good crowd. That's it's, great. Yeah. Uh, there was and, a and line. There was a line when I showed up, and I was like, I need to get in. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, but don't cut in front of me. I was like, no, I, I don't. Uh, I we, want the comic books, but I'm here for something <laughs> else. Yeah. We, we should have told you about the parking around back, but yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. Now, the, I, I noticed there's two Marvels, uh, Avengers and Spider-Man yes, out there. Uh, um, we've got Doctor Who. For the kids, we got a, uh, Adventure Time, yeah, Invader it, Zim. There's a Little Mermaid comic, which is adorable. A like, Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Like, I was like, because my son's super into Adventure Time right now. And again, I love the fact New World Comics is a family-friendly yes. atmosphere. And all yes. the, the you do, there are some mature comics. Those are up or yeah. high. Um, but the lower comics is where the kids are. And there's where, where your where uh, uh, Simpsons are, yeah. uh, your SpongeBob. I think it's great that you, you well, make it right down there for their level. And they're grabbing them. They're, they're so excited. Well, yeah, and, and I make sure that, that everything in the store is, uh, you know, it, it's accessible to everyone. There's things for the audience that wants mature stuff. Sure. Because I, I get, you know, not everything can be kid-friendly all the time. <laughs> right. But, uh, you know, we, we don't have anything too terribly adult. If, if it is, I just don't carry it anymore. Go elsewhere. Yeah. You know, like, I, I mean, you know, I, I, you know, there, there's a time and a place for it, right. and, and we cater to a, a broader audience. Yeah. So, you know, and, and it's made, and, it's made uh, for know, that. It's and, and, and yeah, all special order stuff, you know, every now and then, but yeah. nothing, nothing strictly adult. Right. And it's, so. it, but it, I mean, when I say mature, I certainly don't. There's nothing risky. These are just they're, they're, more of your vertigo type of stuff. Right. What yeah. Used I'll, to be I'll, vertigo. I'll carry yeah. preacher. I'll carry Deadpool. I'll carry all that <laughs> yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was going to say but, Deadpool. But, <laughs> but absolutely nothing pornographic. No. Yeah. No, there's no reason. To, everything you find here at, at New World Comics is safe. Yeah. Uh, kid friendly. I mean, and, and there are some there are mature stuff. I wouldn't let. Well, I guess my son now could probably. He's twelve years old. So yeah, I'd, I'd say he picked up one of the yeah. mature ones, and I'm like, 
I just don't know if you're ready for it, but twelve twelve is about when you start introducing yeah. that kind of stuff. But you know. like my nine year old is freely roaming around. She's not tall enough to get to yeah. the twelve year old and the up well, stuff. And Sand, yeah. Sandman used to go under the and Swamp Thing used to go under the mature tile titles. And I think really right yeah. now like, my son is old enough to to, to read. Yeah, this. Was, well, they've got adult themes. And, uh, I mean, uh, Swamp Thing uh, I would say is a mature title just because of the level it's written on, no, yes. not necessarily exactly. the, the content. Yeah. It's it well, right because the, there was a kid that was in that was you know wanting to read Alan. Moore's uh, DC collection, you know, it's his, his collection is short stories and single issues. Yeah. And I was like, you're just not old enough. He says, but it doesn't have any naked people or swearing or anything. Right. I was like, you, you just haven't read enough. And he was like, well, let me read Watchmen. And I was like, well, above the, the other <laughs> themes, you just, it, you know, I'd say sophomore in high school is when you can first really, re like, when you understand the the, the aspects of literature yeah. that it covers. A lot of complexity. There is. And it's, mature, it's, it's mature subjects that, just again, like, not, not, just be, not nudity or violence or anything so much as it's just it's mature subject that you have to be a have to have a kind of a grown-up mind to kind of grasp. It's, it's right. very philosophical, yeah. and you're just like, you might as well be reading Nietzsche or Demosky yeah, exactly. or something. You right. know? It's, like, it's amazing that stuff's coming out of comics. Yeah. Um, and, and still great artwork and great storytelling. So um, we're going to try and see if we can get one of our artists in, over yeah. here, and uh, we'll be right back in just a moment. The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. And we're back, and we are so excited. Vinton Bain, Vinton, so much. You've, you've been volunteering here for uh, how long have you been doing this now? Uh, that's a good question. I was trying to think of that earlier. At least five and under ten years. <laughs> there you go. Somewhere between five and ten. And Vinton, you've been on our show before, and, and, and we're, we're so excited. Yeah. Where did you fall in love with comics? When, when did you? When I was a little kid. Yeah. yeah my, a good friend of mine invited me to his house when I was in, like, first grade. And his dad had a bunch of long boxes full of comics from Marvel oh, comics from the man. 70s and 80s. And I fell in love with X-Men and specifically Wolverine uh, at that time. And then found a new love for Spider-Man uh, going to comic book shops sure. from there. Yeah, and uh, we were just now talking about Avengers. You've seen Avengers, yes. and you've podcasted about uh, it. And what, what's the podcast? Uh, Excelsior. Excelsior. And you, I, I, I don't know if, how much we want to talk about because I don't know if we want to spoil it. Um, it's, it's too but, new to but spoil But just your right thoughts, now. without yeah. spoiling it, just yeah. your thoughts on the film itself. Oh, it was fantastic. It really subverted pretty much every expectation. Uh, and it felt uh, it had found a way to really meld together super impactful drama and keep the humor of each film. It really took the tone of each separate film that we've had in this past phase of Marvel and found a way to mix it all together and make it feel like one solidified movie. Even in the soundtrack, because of course when the Guardians show up, they get Guardians they type Man music. Man. Yeah, yeah. It's, it was wonderful. <laughs> I, I love the and yeah, you, when when they showed first off space and then played space. the music, yeah. and I went. <laughs> We're about to see the Guardians. Yeah, yeah. It was I, I way before I saw the ship. Way before you just it's the yes. music. It's it's like and it's a great switch over. It is. Um, I'd love the fact and I think DC could really take some lessons. This is it can yeah. be considered a fairly dark movie. Yeah, but it's not dark. It's not the DC right. universe. Right. Dark as are you sure you're not from the DC, DC universe? universe. As That's was pretty it. dark. Uh, <laughs> um, the, I think DC could learn that you can you can have a a deep strong movie, dark yes. movie that is still got great humor, 
great cheer moments. I mean, there are so many moments where, where in the packed crowd that I want, saw yeah. opening weekend. There were Cheers. at least three moments of standing yeah. like ovations throughout yes. the film. Yes, not standing, I what guess, but yeah, just ovations. I do have a, 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 a big question. A lot of people are rating this movie very low. Like it only got three stars mm. on rot, on something that I don't pay attention to because I don't pay attention to ratings. But, <laughs> yeah. but it is getting rated very low. And do you think it's because it's not what people expected? Yeah, they expected a beginning, middle, and end, yeah, and they right. didn't get that closure. I think a lot of people aren't paying attention to the fact that, and then they've kind of did this to themselves slightly that this is a two-part movie but they took off the two-part title yeah. saying this is part one but it really is a two-parter and I think a lot of people would come in with some expectations and be upset but uh, of course I don't walk in with those expectations no. yeah. and I think plenty of people with open minds are walking in and saying uh, just whatever they have and they really will subvert what you could have ever expected for this film to do mm -hmm. uh, and it is really impactful and I think one of the things that they did here that they have never done th this well before is give you a, a really full fleshed out villain and I yeah. think the directors th and everybody have said this before but this is a mm -hmm. Thanos movie it's not an Avengers movie right. technically yes. and that's one of the things it's like you get to know Thanos yeah. where before he's just like this the, the wizard behind the curtain yeah. type and even more so than even in the comic books where he's uh, in, in, in the Infinity Gauntlet all he's trying to do is impress Lady Death right there is no but here he really has a motivation yeah they give him more motivation for yeah. sure and I think uh, the villains have been building Jerry come on sit down yes. uh, <laughs> the, the villains have been building slowly over the past several years Right. Um, to where I mean, last uh, the the last good villain we had was it was Hela from mm -hmm. you know in in, in, um, in Thor, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, it the, just seems like they're getting better the and better three, at doing sure. villains. Besides just I want to rob banks. Right. The past three Marvel movies, Homecoming, Ragnarok, and Black Panther have all had stellar villains. But yes. aside from that, there's only been one or two, Loki being one of those. I can't even think of the second one off the top of my head. But in 19 films, that's not a good fraction for great <laughs> villains. It's, it's, it, but they've built to it. And I, I like the fact that they've built to it. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, sometimes you can't have your, your classic I just want to rob banks villain. But, right. Um, <laughs> or take over the world. But they're, they're, I think that recently they've gotten better and better yes. at it. And I think it's because they've, they've known their, their audience can handle Absolutely. a more in-depth, motivated villain rather than just I want to yeah. take over the world. Uh, ha, ha, a ha, lot of people ha, are ha. talking about like superhero fatigue, but I really think that Marvel is actually finding its footing more than ever and is finding a new way to do uh, comic book movies. And they just keep every year finding a new way to do it better and, and more of that. And so I think that they're actually building momentum where, whereas a lot of people are saying that this is a superhero fatigue. And I don't think that's well, necessarily true. That's exactly true. what takes us back to Infinity War. It's like they don't do the same thing over and over and over again right. like you expect from DC. You expect very something very dark very you know dramatic dark lighting you know stuff like that but with infinity war it was i had no idea and what i was going into happened. and i had no idea what happened when yeah. i came out i was in shock i needed a shock blanket and you know i just <laughs> needed some time to think and process and talk to my therapist and we're good now, so we're, we're here with, with Jerry Bennett. Uh, Jerry, uh, a local artist. Uh, Jerry, uh, have you seen Avengers yet? Oh yes. Okay. <laughs> we're trying not to spoil it, but right. I just kind of thought your thoughts. Um, I would love your thoughts as an artistic perspective of what you thought about the movie. Oh, I was completely impressed. I mean, for them to be able to incorporate everything they wanted to incorporate and go so far outside the box of of things that you don't normally seeing a successful comic book related motion picture um, I feel like 
they uh, they really exceeded expectations. So. Especially from a cinematography background, I have some some experience in that. The way they melded, like, Guardians of the Galaxy has a very distinct look as far as colors and lighting and stuff like that, and how they merged that with Thor that has a very grandioso-type yeah. lighting. And how Wakanda the, it, was, and it was Wakanda a very different was, feel. is very bright and green, and then, like, yes. you have... Captain America and and I guess who's White Wolf now, um, Bucky and that has very dark blues and grays and how they actually merge these very yeah. very well and I like as I was watching the movie I was very impressed because in the scene where they have the Guardians and Thor they actually merge these lightings so well where they have G- Thor being lit from the back and looking very godlike and yeah, then and you have the colors from the spaceship to merge the Guardians of the Galaxy and the Thor, and then eventually they meld, and yeah. then they go on their way. And, and I feel like visually, they I think most of the Marvel movies have done really well. They know they know their property. I feel like they understand their properties well enough and have found people to translate those to the big screen in, mm-hmm. a, in a very appealing, very smart way. Story-wise, even better, because I feel like um, they were able to pace Infinity War in such a way to incorporate that massive amount oh, of characters. That's, 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 yeah. To me, that's an I, mean, that, I thought that was the big task. And they, still have something very rounded for each one of those characters. Oh, absolutely. To do. They were able to still give a good spotlight to the villain, who is basically the protagonist of the right. movie. And um, it's his story. Yeah. No, absolutely. And um, and 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 it was a. They they got you invested into the character. I felt like it was a good emotional arc and. Uh, and so, yeah, awesome. yeah. It's, it's phenomenal. Now, I want I do want to talk about uh, just comics in general, as far, as far as art. How long have you been been draw, drawing comic books? Uh, well, like basically my whole life. <laughs> yeah, well, yes. I mean, that's what got me into drawing. I've been I was collecting all the all the Star Wars comics uh, and tracing all of those, you know, in third grade. And um, but uh, I've been uh, officially, I guess, drawing like actual comics. Uh, Golly, it hadn't been terribly long ago, honestly. I think about maybe five or seven years ago, uh, Jackson Compton, who's a local author, he um, approached me with a really awesome sci-fi story, and it just it just sucked me in. We spent when I first met him, we just spent an entire day, and it flew by so quickly, just talking over the property, talking over the story idea. Uh, the plot, the details, and the whole time I was sketching, just sketching away. <laughs> just I have super excited. tons of drawings. Uh, yeah, it was so fun to be able to create a, a whole new world like that. And so, uh, it's been about it's about seven years, I think. Yeah, and you've and you've ar- you've done stuff for uh, DC and 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 Marvel for Marvel. Yeah, I've gotten to do. Um, uh, well, no, you know, DC, no, but Marvel. Uh, Marvel, I've okay, to do I knew a bunch it was of one of the, yeah. Yes, um, uh, Marvel. I've gotten to do several T-shirt designs, mm-hmm. licensed for them, and then I've done. Uh, a ton of uh, like sketch cards for their trading card yeah. sets. Mm. So Upper Deck uh, has the license for the Marvel cards, and so they do all kinds of Marvel trading cards throughout the years. And and I I do these original drawn sketch cards, mm. and they'll take the originals and actually randomly insert those. Oh, into I their love that! Card yeah, it's I amazing. Love that. That's like old school uh, Upper Deck stuff because they did that with Lord of the Rings when Lord of the Rings came yes, out, and they yes. had little pieces of the of the capes. Yes, and I actually yeah, yeah, got yeah, yeah. I got one. I got did I got really? Pippins. I got oh, Pippins cake, so and like that was the highlight. I mean, that was when like Lord of the Rings was the oh, sure, thing. Oh, yeah. sure. And I was just like, I put it in one of those little plastic cases. It's I still have it. It's oh, up on, in my kitchen with good. all my action figures. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, yeah. I, all their all their incentive stuff is so fun. Those relics yes. and autographs and, and, they're fantastic. and these sketch cards are super fun. So I've gotten to be a I've gotten to network with a whole bunch of cool sketch card artists and 
And uh, so I've been doing that for them and for Star Wars, for Walking Dead. And oh, of all that's things, fantastic. I, yeah, have you ever watched Outlander? Yeah, oh, yeah. They're doing a trading card set for Outlander. And I did sketch cards for them. Oh, we're all is, Everything is old is new again. It's just amazing. Seriously, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's been fun. I, I've been doing that. And, and, uh, and, and then, as f not officially Marvel, but it's official Stan Lee. Uh -huh. He has a literacy foundation. I got to do oh, yeah. his uh, oh, official print for. So. Now, uh, when I first met you, you were doing a um, promote, you're promoting uh, autism yes. awareness. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, uh, you, I had done, uh, I was the art director. We were, we were booths across, and I was like, that guy <laughs> yes. has some cool we, stuff. We've known each other for a while. <laughs> we, yeah, I got, to, I got to do a really cool uh, short animated film for Autism Oklahoma. And um, it was. It I was figured it's complete now, so I wanted to get it out. Yes, in fact, we actually just premiered it on oh, YouTube awesome. for anyone to watch. So it's called it's called Even in Death, uh -huh. and it was created by. Um, it was mainly college students, but they were all college students that were on the spe on the spectrum. Yeah, and so yes. they all took part in the design, the concept, the animation. Uh, the wow. illustration, yes, the sound it, like design. Like when he was telling me about it, it was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. It's a r that's what, that was the reason I was so passionate in getting on board with that project. Cause, and did you um, help with with anything along the way? Did you help with art design or anything? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, myself and Jonathan Kelch were the main art directors. Okay. And we got to – we hold we held these weekly camps for the illustration, mm -hmm. for the animation and sound design. And they all, uh, you know, were all equal parts of the whole film. And so it's a really, really cool project. And it won several awards oh, from fantastic. all the local uh, film festivals here, like from Dead Center. And oh, then we nice. went out of state. Even even in California, there's this major, they call Ott Fest. And um, they were recognizing, like, Ben Affleck and the directors of uh, oh Inside God. Out. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they and we got an award there too. Oh, so that's it's, fantastic! It's, I'm so glad to hear about that because that, that was that was like what two or three years again? ago. Even in death. Even so if death. you look up uh, YouTube, you can, or you can even get on Facebook and uh, look up Autism Oklahoma, and there'll mm -hmm. be plenty of information on that. Film. I'm so happy to hear Thank that. Thank you. I have one more question for you. Yes. So my son has started drawing comics. There you go. And he cool. is 12. So what fast. advice would you give a 12 year old boy who has a fairly unique art style that gets ridiculed <laughs> quite often. Because <Aww, laughs> he, he, he really likes drawing Eevee from Pokemon, but in like cool. all sorts of different settings. So he has like all sorts of different Eevees. Yeah. Well, the good news is that I... I was ridiculed for my <laughs> my drawing when I was in high school even. Like I drew these, I don't know why I drew such square heads. Yeah. I, I, and they, and they, I got known for drawing blockheads. It was hilarious. But, I mean, uh, the good news, I would say, is that uh, part of a research as an artist is you have to read comics. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So I would tell your son to keep reading comics yep. mm -hmm. and 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 draw what he sees and, and practice and practice and practice. To me, practice is the key to doing anything you want to do well. And so mm -hmm. that's what I say. Practice and, and just uh, know your know the craft better and better and better. Keep drawing. And mm -hmm. finally, you'll be uh, drawing today. What is it you tell kids when they when they come up and ask for a drawing? What is it What is it you usually tell them? Oh, I, you know, I just uh, yes, like what's, your, what's one of your favorite characters? You know, uh, like what do you want to what do you want to see a drawing of? What do you want a sketch of? You know, and and it's fun to see the excitement on their faces, Aww. like you know, like like Batman or Wonder Woman, and then I'll, I'll just 
get crazy out of this world characters that I'd never even heard of before. So <laughs> it's like, uh, hold on, let me Google that. I know, seriously, I will be pulling re reference material for that. But it's so fun to see all the characters that people are into, and so I, I have a great time the oh, whole day fantastic. long. that's fantastic. And how long are you here for, Jerry? I'm here to about three o'clock, and I'm also telling people that. Uh, the new issue of Oki Comics. I don't know if you guys... Yes, they yeah. sponsor us. They are a sponsor, yes. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah, they underwrite yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes. yeah, the new issue came out today, and I got it's some of my best works and my most favorite work. Oh. It, it's a short story awesome. called Oklahoma Kaiju. Oh, I'm so excited. You're going to love it. You're going to love, love it. it. That's love right. Grab it. it today. Jerry, thank you very much for joining us. Thank, thank you, guys. You. It's so we'll, good to see you. We'll be right back. The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. And we're back and we uh, thank you so very much for everything everyone coming in here to, to New World Comics we want to close it down now it's gonna be a shorter show uh, but we wanted to make sure that we got this podcast out so everybody knows that this is going on but I do want to ask Nikki are, are you surprised by these crowds that you're seeing here? oh no this is our third year here and it's always like the roof's coming off. It's amazing. Uh, we've got Batman here. I saw Spider-Man earlier. Um, yeah. You can't miss this place. If you don't know where it's at, it's 63rd and Meridian. It's just south of 63rd Street. You will see comic book people on there. We talked to Buck last week. He said there's going to mm -hmm. be comic book people. Uh, there's going to be at least one on the corner of 63rd yep. and Meridian. You will see it. You will see it. There are specials going on all day. And um, all night. Make sure you check out, the, if you if you don't know if you're coming down now or a little bit later, make sure and check out their Facebook. They've got a listing of all the different specials that are going on. They've got several comics. And the great thing is, uh, the, I love this, the 63rd Marine. This is where this is my hood. I grew up <laughs> on 66th MacArthur. So uh, this is my area. And I can tell you, you could come in here, grab some comics. Uh, there are some great places to eat around here. So grab some comics. Go get some eat. Get some comics. <laughs> go do something else. Go to Sonic come back and get some comics whatever this is a great place to do it and and also to buy great comics don't don't forget if you coming in and get free comics is great but also make sure you buy stuff there's plenty of stuff to buy go ahead and do the artist stuff there's a lot of free stuff to do but make sure you also buy some things because that's how buck keeps in business and we want Bucking New World business. Comics, and we want Buck to keep going because this is a great place, and we are so excited that Buck could actually join us. So any thoughts, uh, Nikki, that we're... I'm super stoked. I can't wait to, to peruse, and I'm probably going to spend way too much here. I know. <laughs> That's the other thing. I want to I get up, and, and I want to get this going so yep. we can I can go look around. But, uh, but they've got balloons for the kids, and the costume people are out, and Jane is gone. I know. She's my son's gone. gone, too. He's somewhere I around told here. Aiden to keep an eye on her, but we'll see what happens. Exactly. Fantastic. That's going to do it for our show. You can find us on our website at okiegeek.com, also on Twitter and Facebook at Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can also find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And uh, Nikki, where can people find you on you the World Wide Web? You can find me at Retro Robinson on Twitter and also on the Okie Geek Facebook page. Hit me up with any messages if you have anything going on. And Devin had to work today. She's at the zoo, but you can find her at Wavo Whiskey Unicorn Victor Victor Alpha. I'm at KOSU 
Michael C. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Also rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Buck and Jerry and Vinton and all the people, wonderful people here at New World Comics, I'm Michael Cross. I'm Nikki Robinson. Reminding you to keep calm and geek on.